Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sony had a state of play. The state is playing. Hoo ha. That's all I got. Ha ha. That's all I got. I don't, I mean, the state of play is the first thing we're going to talk about, but it's kind of meh, so. Ape strong together. <laughs> um, I don't know where that came from. It just felt right. I mean, it's it's a deep reference. It is. On like six levels. Yes. And then uh, you do the whole thing and you say, ooh, hungry, destroy you now. Trying to sign to what the fuck was that gorilla's name? I don't know. I've never actually watched it. No, you don't. You know the gorilla I'm talking about, though? No. There was a gorilla in a zoo that they taught sign language. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then I'm referencing Funhouse using that as the punchline for everything when they start acting like gorillas and signing to each other when clearly the other one means I'm going to just murder and destroy your family. Okay. There you go. The hell was the name of that? It wasn't Congo. The hell was the name of that? Congo. Congo's a different movie. The hell was Congo. The, name of the, gorilla? the gorilla was something silly. I don't know. I don't know. Coco. Coco. Not the Mexican movie. But a sign-learning gorilla. That movie's all right. You are such a bastard. <laughs> How can you not like Coco? Mama Coco. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. Good movie? Sure. As good as everybody says, I don't know about that. All right. Uh, clearly, we need to do some top. Is is Coco's Pixar, right? Yeah. 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 I think we need to do like a top Pixar one. Or like a, a tier, what do they call this? Tiered list? Tier list, yeah. Of Pixar movies. Of Pixar movies. Because uh, I bet you I'm going to piss some people off. I'll actually also need to see a list because there's a bunch of times where I go, oh, Pixar, nope, DreamWorks. Yeah. I get yeah. confused. Well, basically. Because now their animation styles are too close. Before they were different. My... My thing is, I mean, DreamWorks, I don't mean any disrespect to DreamWorks. This is the rabbit hole we're starting with. But I think if you were to look at the two portfolios side by side, there's clearly a superior animation house. And it's not DreamWorks. (laughs) (laughs) But it's curious to the side of the It's Studio Ghibli. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Hey, we're we here to talk about games. Uh, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast. What's better, Up or Coco? Ooh, I got to go with Coco. Mm, wrong, but uh, here we are. You know what? This begins you our are fight. entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong, wrong and I, I hate, hate you. you. 
Um, <laughs> Welcome to the fight. <laughs> Gamers 2 Podcast, uh, your weekly roundup of news. And, uh, you know what? Fuck you. It's our weekly roundup of news and commentary of the video game industry. And anything else that might pique our interest? Like animation. And it piqued our interest for five seconds, and now we're moving on to more important things. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about the second part of that sentence. I mean, moving on. Yes, more important things. Importance is in the eye of the beholder. Cell phones are vibrating. They sure are. They sure are the old ball and chain. Oh. <laughs> the ball chain and mini chain. <laughs> Baby shower this weekend. No, oh, fun, fun. Yeah. Going to get absolutely obliterated in front of her? No, I'm not going. No, smart choice. No. I wasn't sure if you were required to because, you know, there's some of those baby showers are like, you need to show up, but also like then fuck off. That's, I'm showing up at the end. Oh. To okay. be like, oh, thanks for coming. Thanks for the gifts. Uh, so you're doing it the reverse. I, I don't I, my understanding is that's the, I, the listen, correct way. They've changed know. 18 different times in three minutes. So I don't know how they work anymore. There's people that are like, we just do them together. You're not we, on Instagram anymore, right? I never was. Okay. I I have something, a story of sorts to tell you post, uh, <laughs> post podcast. All right. There's just, for the listeners at home, there's just things like events that happen in people's lives now that i just don't understand like every which one of our friends is pregnant not that oh uh i would have guessed like three (laughs) just it's just like you know celebrating the dumbest the dumbest little things and making a big event out of it ah is just see but see when i try to do that i get called a loser and a nerd e3 other gaming conventions i try to make a day i have a cake and people are like what is wrong with you and i'm like this is all you guys do i'm just doing it to my degree of normalcy the other key aspect to that oh no (laughs) is if we celebrate something like that like e3 i don't advertise it to the entire world no no neither of us advertise that at all we keep that in house and then our twitter account which is allowed to post the parts of it Mm-hmm. to the world yeah we go hey we're just gonna text the people that we want to come over Dude, yeah. would you like to celebrate and eat some cake and watch e3 yeah. we still haven't done cake but now i'm really debating doing a cake next i know year for e3 as soon as you said that i was like that's a really good fucking idea yeah like, like just a giant e3 cake but like it's an e and a three like it, yeah i mean it's a it's the best with multiple corners lots of frosting it's a good time what are we doing new releases <laughs> is that where we're at I think we were hating. I think we were hating people, but I'm pretty sure we'll cycle. I back mean, to that's the, we'll cycle back to that. That's at least thirty percent of my being on a daily basis. I think that's thirty percent of this podcast. If you broke down a pie chart of this podcast, probably I would say on average it's probably thirty percent. Yeah, like hating society is thirty percent of this. We have good days. We have bad days. Mostly, <laughs> if you break down the pie chart of bad days <laughs> and good days. <laughs> And that's why we don't do it. Yeah, it's true. Number one of the new releases is Ender Lily's Quietus of the Nights. Do we know? I'm going to say Quietus. I've done this before already. For PlayStation. Uh, number two, A Plague Tale Innocence makes its way to the new consoles for PS5 and Xbox Series X and the Switch. 
Number three, Watchdog Watchdogs Legion Bloodline DLC is out for everything. Uh, number four, Fallout seventy six, the Steel Rain update is officially out. Uh, number five, Out of Line for the Switch. Number six, Sam and Max. This time it's virtual for PC VR. Number seven, Black Skylands for PC, and number eight, Monster Hunter Stories Two: Wings of Ruin for the PC and Switch. Uh, I'm going to fall back to number six. How do you think Jeff's liking that one? Do you or do you not remember what I'm talking about? I don't remember what you're talking about. Oh, was it Game Awards or was it Summer Game Fest last year? Keeley led the whole thing with like, I'm so excited that this duo is back in games. They're one of my favorites. Uh, Sam and Max VR game. And then we never heard anything about it. Yeah. I feel like Pre- it's been happening a lot. Well, I just always appreciate Keely as like a hype man for things he really enjoys, but then it, he remembered that Sam and Max doesn't have Kojima behind it, so he kind of forgot to promote it. He does, like... I've noticed that in this past uh, Summer Games Fest. He does hype up, like... I don't want to say obscure things, but, like, the things he hyped up are not things you would say, oh, that game should be hyped up. That's a baseball field. Yep. That is being on the, like, or wait, where is he is turned? He is just to the left of the Metal Supply Co. in left field in Padres Park. Oh, nice. So you know how there's the building in left field? Mm-hmm. He's in foul territory. He's still in the stadium. It looks like a good spot to see it from. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Shout out, Kenny. Kenny, play some football manager. Lots of football manager, but we'll talk about that later. Um, should we just jump right into it? Probably got a lot to talk about. I mean, about. yeah, we do, because we got to get through the state of play and the disappointment thereof. Yeah, it really was. Did you watch it? You, no. I watched the whole thing. I uh, looked like it. Well, first of all, it looked like it was only 30 minutes long. Um, I didn't watch it, but I knew when I wasn't seeing the PlayStation fanboys I followed tweet about it that it was not good. I, uh, in classic fashion, and it's becoming a trend, I fell asleep tearing it. <laughs> so, you know, take that as you will. Do you want me to start off, or do you, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm liking you to start off. You watched it, so it'll be, I get to learn through you. Okie dokie, Sony held one of their gonna, state of play streams this week. Not gonna learn much. Uh, here's what they showed. <laughs> Shit talking already. I didn't even make it to the first game. Moss. I shit talked to you at the beginning of this episode with your terrible choice in movies. Mo- all right. <laughs> terrible. Those are strong words, all right? Just great because I know I, I got you just stop in the middle of your sentence with disgust. Moss. Moss, book two, a PSVR adventure. That's a sequel to the first game. Uh, it. I don't know how hard I should be on this. It looked like it's going to be... I'm sure it'll be a good... It'll be a fine game. Okay. But visually, it looked like I ate Play-Doh and then shit it out. So, like, is that better or worse than the first game? It looks worse than the first game because it's on PSVR, which... PSVR is this I mean, the weird... first wasn't the first one PSVR? I don't I don't know, was it? I thought it was, yeah. I thought I that thought... was like one of its big Alright, well either then either I don't remember how bad the first one looked or this one I looks worse. I don't need those right now. Uh um 
so the part that I don't see was it for PSVR two or no. is it just saying for VR? Just PSVR. I'm wondering if that's one of those ones where like it would have been better to move it and wait for the second unit, but obviously they probably don't know when at this point the second yeah, unit's coming. Maybe out. I mean the textures look terrible, looked ro- low resolution, but the PSVR is low resolution. And that's what's so frustrating about the PSVR is it has so much good stuff going for it. Yes. But then it's a low-resolution screen. And part of the reason for that is actually the PlayStation, because if you hook a PSVR up to PC. a PC, it actually looks a little better. So, anyways. Uh, Arcadegeddon, a hero shooter that's already available via early access. A full uh, release on PC and PS5 is expected in 2022. It's from the makers of Predator Hunting Grounds and Friday the 13th, the game. All right. Because um, that's what we needed, another hero shooter. How dare you it is, be correct. It's got Splatoon vibes. so That's interesting. Yes. Because I wouldn't have considered Splatoon a hero shooter, but I don't play Splatoon, so I don't it's know. It's got that vibe, like that aesthetic yeah, yeah, that yeah, type no. of gameplay. I, I know what you mean, but like, I'm sure that technically it's probably considered a hero shooter like in the way genres work, but it's like to me it's like... It, just a multiplayer shooter. Mm-hmm. So I guess I mean imagine Splatoon, but then you do add in like Hero skills. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so chaos. Yep. Uh, I tribe. must kill chaos. <laughs> Oof. More top quality reference fucking games. Um, Tribes of Midgard is coming out July twenty seventh. Fist is coming out September seventh. It's a side scroller. With an anthropomorphic with anthropomorphic animals, so I so when it started, I thought it was going to be Beyond Good and Evil too. I was like, "What the fuck?" Did you see? Oh, do you have it in here? Do you have anything about that dev? No. There's rumors that they started working on another game as well, the Beyond Good and Evil two dev. All right. Well, uh, I hope Beyond Good and Evil two got canceled. Um, <laughs> Hunter's Arena Legends. Another one we needed. A live service dress-up brawler where you fight demons and other players, uh, which is leaving early access on PC and coming to PS4 and PS5 in August as part of PS Plus. Dress-up brawler? I don't know. A dress-up brawler. I I don't know what that means. uh, Cosmetics. cosmetics, maybe, Maybe you do put gear on. Your your brawler gets stronger if you're wearing gear. Maybe, maybe I don't know. There wasn't much on that. There wasn't much on any of these really. Solid state of play then. Uh, Sifu was pushed, which this is great. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen something like this. We got a trailer that's almost sole purpose was to show you that it was getting delayed. Oh, I was I was baffled, absolutely baffled by it. It was great. Better better or worse. Than the way Outer Wilds handled it. Sorry, Outer Worlds, not Wilds. Uh, worse because Outer Worlds was funny. Tongue in cheek knew what it was doing. Yeah. This was straight up like, here's a Sifu trailer. I'm like, oh, I like what I see in this game's interesting. And then like it showed the original like date, 2021 or whatever. Uh-huh. And then it like punched it and it became like 2022. Yeah. <sighs> So uh, Sifu got pushed to 2022 and sometime, sometime in 2022. How many four-letter abbreviation games are in this? It's a lot. Speaking of Jet, <laughs> The Far Shore, a moody sci-fi adventure from the makers of the spectacular Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP. 
I don't know if it's actually spectacular. I have no idea what um, it is. It's supposed to be out by the end of the year. This looked like a No Man's Sky knockoff to me. This list so far looks like a whole lot of Nate going, what? Yeah, it's pretty. it was pretty dismal. Um, next up is Demon Slayer, the Hinokami Chronicles, a Sega video game adaption of the Demon Slayer's anime coming out October 15th. I'm a little confused in this one because it looks like it might be the game might be a single episode in Demon Slayer, which worries me a little bit. Not I just that means I would that they get to this. be able to release episode two later for money. I just, I would be, if they, if they managed to make the entire game that one episode, I would. Concerned or impressed? It depends. <laughs> it really depends because of the concept of that episode. Little column A, little column B. Yeah. It's either going to be like, yeah, that was a bad idea. Or like, I, you know what? You, you ran with it. Um, Lost Judgment. Well, we got a new trailer for that. It's uh, for the sequel to the Yakuza spinoff, Judgment. Which, let me look at the list here. For me personally, probably the most interesting one there. Uh, that you've mentioned so far, Yes. Probably the most interesting one there. Oh, uh, Death I, Stranding's... Dir- we'll get there. I mean, I agree with you. I'm just saying that there is at least one other candidate. Uh, Death Stranding, director's cut. And it ain't fucking that. <laughs> New story missions, combat mechanics, and a racing mode. Oh, great. It's a, Actually, you know what's funny is the racing mode looked cool. I was like, oh, that's interesting. It makes sense. Like That's what I wanted to be able to do in that game. Uh, it's a $10 upgrade from the PS4 version and supports cross saves. And it's coming out September 24th. Are you going to get it? No. Uh, did you ever play the first one? I did. Uh, no. The first version of it? Yeah. I did not. It's yeah. it's on my, I think it's on my Steam wish list. But yeah, because I just, remember you said you were going to wait for PC and then, yeah. and then debate then. But I wasn't sure if you had ever actually done it. I'm like on the fence about it because of my previous history with uh kojima, kojima. games yeah yeah <laughs> Just, uh in case kojima, you're curious kojima and i have a history in case you're curious i bought uh i think we're phantom in, pain we're I, in the same boat for yep. phantom pain i bought phantom pain which is uh, metal gear, metal gear solid five the technically the last metal gear yep because we're not going to count about that zombie one yeah it doesn't count um gorgeous Yep. Played probably four hours of it. That's about what I played. And then never touched again. Yep. So I got confused when I was in the desert getting murdered by a ghost patrol. And I we, went. We literally, we literally put the game in the exact good. same spot. <laughs> um, I did have Diamond Dog, though. Him and I ran around. It was a good time. I don't nice. remember what he was actually called. But you remember the, you remember the German Shepherd thing? Yeah. He jumps out of the plane with you? Yeah. yeah. Last was Deathloop. Uh, there was nine minutes of gameplay. Um, and for me, uh, the more you see it, the more the game makes sense. And the more you can tell it's an arcane studio game, you could take an eraser, erase death loop and slap dishonored. What dishonored are we on? Three, three, four would be three would be three. You could slap dishonored three three on there. And I would be like, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's. It's a good thing that you can tell it's an arcane thing. To be clear, I think, I think that it depends. I the beholder. Okay, I'm not well, a fan. All right, arcane makes good games. 
is a flat statement. I, I can, wouldn't say that I can say objectively is true. Doesn't mean everybody likes them. They are definitely a style because Prey is in the same vein. Prey is also an arcane game, and when you see Prey, the, the new Prey, not the old Prey, yeah. the new Prey, you go, "Oh yeah, Dishonored Prey." That, they they fall into the same like. Ooh. Yeah, that's why I didn't see. I was I didn't play the new Prey. It was a conscious choice not to. I didn't either, but I just didn't really have much interest in it. I played the old Prey, and I, I was the demo of the old Prey. I was pretty irritated that they remade Prey because I was like, "You had your time." You had the your- original Prey was pretty fucking good, and I was like, "What do you mean, like you are going to turn it into like this normal shooter thing?" <laughs> like, but uh, Deathloop is the is the one that I'm talking about. Where lost, it could give lost judgment and runs for its money only because I'm. Yes, obviously, the more you see it, the more you understand what it's about. I think that's true just no matter what, especially with a game that's so vaguely descriptive of you're trying to escape and everything is a loop and yada yada. But uh, I definitely think so. My take on it is I do think Deathloop is going to be more successful than Lost Judgment. Uh, like uh, Unit economically, wise? yeah, fiscally, I guess. Um. But, I'd be interested to potentially take that bet. All right. There's got to be caveats in there, though. Because the big factor here is... is What, mar- like, what market do you want to yeah, bet on? See, that's what we're talking about. Market and then also like... So, Arcane is under Bethesda. Is that... Which a- is under Microsoft. So, that's going to be Game Pass, right? Yep. And we can't get Game Pass numbers. Yeah, Unless so this is where it gets them. weird. But I do think, I do genuinely think that Deathloop will globally be more successful than... Than Global Lost Judgment. Yes. You you think Lost Judgment will outsell Deathloop? I think there's a chance. Okay. But I'd have to double check on if Lost Judgment was already existed in Japan and this is a... The, American port because usually that was ends up happening with Yakuza where something's already there yeah and then they end up bringing it here like six months later so it might already have numbers that I'm not positive about but I don't pay attention that much to the Yakuza stuff to yeah know. long story short my point is I think objectively Deathloop is going to be like a bigger game I'll put in quotes but um if I get personally the... lost judgment is more interesting to me than yeah and if i get the caveat of saying we can't include game pass and only raw sales then i might be able to actually win that argument with lost judgment but if we include game pass no way so it's over. yeah that's a, game like, pass installs are going to be through the roof but then again that was going to be my caveat too is like so if some if if lost judgment was on game pass and death loop wasn't for whatever reason then I would hands down be like, well, the last time, last, last judgment's going to be way more popular. Yeah, and it also all depends on when it releases, though. Yeah, true. Lost judgment, that crowd in my head, mm-hmm. which you know, this is me stereotyping gamers, which I don't do in usually kind light. Uh, in this scenario, we don't do that here, in this scenario, the lost judgment crowd, you don't have to worry about skipping to other random AAA games. True. They are going. They're loyal Yakuza people at this point, so they're going to play it. So Deathloop, though, you have 
this is the confusion where so you know how you were like oh if it came out in the japan already which i thought was the case as well and this is where the confusion is i didn't realize that lost judgment was a sequel i didn't realize that judgment was a game ah i thought lost judgment was like the first one oh okay okay so that's where the because judgment came out in 2018 yes which just got ported Earlier this year, I believe. Yeah, which is where which feeds into my my confusion on it. Yeah, um, and Lost Judgment's coming out worldwide on twenty fourth of September. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. That was uh, if Death Pass or if yeah if Death Pass if Death Pass makes my game loop. Um. If Game Pass has Deathloop right around the time when I sign up here in about two months to start burning through my things, yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot, see what it's about, hmm. and I'll screw myself over by downloading it and giving Matt a point in the in the sales category. But um, we'll see. Since it's somewhat relevant and it's a rumor, I'll throw it in there. Uh, the there's a rumor going around that we are going to get a God of War Ragnarok trailer um, in August. From a state of play. Huh. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. The state I don't, the, really, know, I don't really know why you'd want to. Well, yes. I know monetarily why you would want to. Obviously, you just want hype. But I'm I'm of two minds on it. When you're not going to be out soon, what are you doing? I don't want to see anything that's not coming out soon. But the state of plays have been so terrible recently that like, I just kind of want one that's like interesting. Yeah. But if they're going to do a state of play and then just call it, we're just calling this God of war. Don't call it a state of play. Then that's the mistake they'll make. Well, that's kind of like the they'll mistake. Just... All these state of plays have been is like, this is all stuff that like you didn't need to make. Right. But you're not just, Nintendo. If they're doing, let's ju- back up for a second here. Sony, you're not Nintendo, which is a weird, <laughs> weird thing to say when you think about history. Like, whoa, uh, Mr. Giant, at one point, number one in the world, now number two. Like, you're not the number three, all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't pull off Nintendo Directs. <laughs> yeah, it was the Yankees and Tampa Bay Rays. The Yankees aren't the Rays, but they just keep wanting to be the Rays. Yes. Yes. Perfect reference for all you nerds Baseball. <laughs> Baseball. Mad dog, man. He's He's insane. I don't, know how he, I don't know how he still has a job when anybody watches him. Anyway, number two, Jason Schreier has put some credence behind some recent GTA 6 leaks. Call of Duty and Battlefield leaker Tom Henderson. What a title. <laughs> this is the guy that leaks Call of Duty and Battlefield. Tom Henderson. That's what I'm known for. I'm known for my leaks. All right. Fucking A-caster over there. That's like was that straight A-caster? up from his most recent comedy special. <laughs> He's like, "That's what I'm known for." Oh my! <laughs> no, that that the there's a spider behind that poster now that I want to kill. Um, like the what too challenging for? You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cold lasagna. Hate myself. 1999. I still haven't watched it yet. I need to. Anyway. Cod and Battlefield leaker Tom Henderson said that GTA 6 probably won't be released before 2025, and it'll be exclusive to current-gen consoles and PC. The game is said to have a modern Vice City setting, 
Commenting on the leaks, Schreier said, quote, everything Tom Henderson has said about the game matches up with what I've heard, end quote. Which I feel like those are very safe. Yeah. Uh, those are all statements. safe things. Yeah. Yeah. I'll align myself with them. Sure. That's what I've guessed for two years now. Sounds good. Because my buddy and I were talking at work. He's like, yes, yeah, so when do you think like GTA 6 is coming out? I was like, not until 2025. Did you kick him minimum. in the nuts when he asked that first time? <laughs> no, because the first time we were just joking about like how you would never see... like, uh, It might have come up with the whole the new just the new consoles coming out. And we're like, ha-ha, so do we see GTA 6? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, not for at least five years. And then, lo and behold, it's actually five years. Or no. Yeah, five years. Mm-hmm. From when I had, or six years from when I had that conversation. So yeah. Number three, gaming monolith Tencent has launched facial recognition technology <laughs> that will stop children in China logging into games after a certain time of day. Oh, the horror! Um, I mean, it sounds like China. <laughs> the midnight patrol feature. <laughs> that's. This is that sounds terrible. <laughs> this is ridiculous. As reported by the BBC, will ban children from playing games between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Player IDs are linked to a national database. China and young gamers have reportedly been using adult IDs to circumnavigate the um, curfew. Circumnavigate is That's a, a weird hell word of a to throw long, there, right? Hell of a long giant why word. Why not just say circumvent? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is why I said it weird because I meant I was going to say circumvent <laughs> and then I was like circumnavigate. What are we going around the fucking globe here? Uh however, <laughs> this new facial recognition technology will be used to prove that the person playing is an adult. Quote, anyone who refuses or fails the face verification will be treated as a minor. And as outlined in the anti-addiction supervision of Tencent's game health system and kicked offline, Tencent said in a statement. I want to see a bunch of people go to Party City and get the face masks and then just sit in front of their thing with like a Bill Clinton face mask and just playing a game. (laughs) Playing a game. Dude, that's everything. I was having this conversation with my wife the other day because flex. We, uh, we were getting into a conversation about um, censorship. And All right, should I close my iPad for a second? <laughs> I told her, well, it's we. this is a weird way of saying this, but we have a really interesting insight into censorship because, like, because of, like, how vid- the video game industry is kind of, like, um, it's not necessarily mainstream yet. Like, the the... Following the industry isn't like a mainstream thing. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not an everyday person isn't like, oh, I know what's going on in the video game industry. Like you would say like with politics or like cell phones or like, you know, mainstream appliances or whatever the fuck the case is. Um, We've seen censorship happen, happening at a lot faster rate than I feel like the rest of the world has. Like, they're noticing it now where we've been noticing it for years. We as in... People like you and me watching the video game industry. Oh, okay. And that was the conversation I was having with her because she something happened where, like, you know, like, a company changed something because of the Chinese market. And she's like, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, this is not a new thing. Like, this is common. This is... 
happening all the time. And like, this is a perfect example of the facial recognition thing being a censorship. Sports is another one that kind of got, you got glimpses of it happening big time sports last year during the whole, uh, free Hong Kong thing and yep. the Chinese thing and the NBA literally kowtowed. Yep. And it's not like, I don't think people realize sometimes how deep of a problem it is because they've only seen like that one instance. Whereas like, it's been a serious trend in the video game industry, which I think will just be, you know, like a, it's, it's just uh, I can't think of the word, but it's, it's going to be like an indicator of things to come for sure. One but. might call it a canary. Thank you. That was what I was thinking of. Canary in a coal mine. <laughs> Got you. All right. Uh, I, I, I stepped off my pedestal. All right. Just making sure. Okay. Welcome back to earth. Thanks. I know it gets high up there sometimes. Air is thin, you know. Yeah. I'm up there a lot. Whew. I know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're not wrong. I mean, that's the same, you know. I uh, I don't want to lean into it too far, but it did come up because uh, a certain former president is suing uh, Facebook, Google, and some other places for censorship. Uh, and there was a first off. The only thing I'll say is that's not how that works. First Amendment rights don't apply to corporations. So anyway, uh, also the there was a political cartoon that came out with him on the back of a horse with uh, the javelin or sword that was labeled lawsuits. He was had a shield on his sword that set, or a shield on like the horse like freedoms or something, uh, but he was chasing a windmill. That each fan on the windmill had a different company on it, and like the windmill was running like scared. And I was like, I don't think you understand what Don Quixote was. <laughs> that's not that's not what that's not the message you wanted to write. <laughs> you wrote it incorrectly. Anyway. Um, I forgot to put it in the document, but, um, I believe the current administration signed an executive order that reestablishes net neutrality. Well, we'll see how long that takes to get put in. I don't know the details. Like if it's something that's supposed to, if it's just like a directive to like begin reinvestigating, re redoing it, or if it's kind of like a sweeping change. Mm. So we'll see. I just heard it on the way home i believe so number four konami announced it has canceled its partnership with fc barcelona i I broke my brain there for a second sorry Uh, konami has announced it's canceled its partnership with fc barcelona forward antoine griezmann as reported by espn a video from 2019 surfaced over the weekend where griezmann and teammate usman dembele are as they appear to be laughing at staff at a Japanese hotel. Griezmann issued a statement on Monday via Twitter regarding the incident, quote, I have always been committed against any form of discrimination. For the past few days, some people have wanted to pass me off as the man I am not. I firmly refute the accusations made against me, and I am sorry if I could offend my Japanese friends, end quote. 
Uh, I'm sure that was said much stronger in a French accent. Said Griezmann. In response to the video, the publisher said, quote, Konami Digital Entertainment believes, as is the philosophy of sports, that discrimination of any kind is unacceptable, end quote. Yeah, the video's not good, by the way. <laughs> I've seen the video. Uh, that was going to be my question, because, like, just reading it, it's like, all right, was this taken out of context? Nah, the video's, like, a pretty clear moment. Okay. All right. I have no further yeah. comments, then. Um, and it's it's almost like objectively worse coming from a footballer, uh, who I say it's objectively worse coming from them only because there's so many campaigns against racism inside of of European football. Fucking spiders back! Can you just like turn around and slap that thing? It's right above that knot. Yeah, kill it with whatever. I believe in you. You got this. You're left-handed. You you can waste the whole thing. I'm not worried about it. It's a paper towel. The environment. I don't care about that. Don't you know what my generation is? Oh, he's a jumper. Yeah, so then kill him. Don't jump him. Well, it's hard. It's a weird angle. Well, you can move yourself a little bit. Uh, sorry, this is the intermission part of the podcast. If you need to, get up and take a, make sure you get, grab a drink or urinate. Do one of the two. Don't do both at the same time unless you're into that kind of thing. Oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have now given Matt a mission. Um, I think he's still on the wall. He, I, thought he, I thought he ran down. He probably did run down the wall. No, no, he didn't go up. Spider break brought to you by Kit Kat. Give me a break. Give me a break. Help Matt find a spider to kill it. I don't know. There's one on my phone. You want this? This thing is going to kill him. In his sleep. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, well. Good news, everybody. Matt lost it. I'm sure it'll show up somewhere. Yeah, it'll show up, and then it'll embarrass me again. <laughs> show up and embarrass Matt, as per usual. I'll tell you what, next time if I see it, I'll get up and kill it. In my defense, it fucking got into the... The space was, between uh, the wall and the yeah. trim. Yeah. And then ran behind me. Which, not a good surprisingly spot. fast. Quick little guy. Stupid. But anyways, where were we? Yeah, just leave that there. And then if I see it, I'll, uh, no, I'm just I'll take straight. action. I'm not going to I'm not gonna fuck around with a paper towel. He's pissed me off now. You're just getting the just bare hand. Karate. <laughs> don't karate chop my wall. I don't know. <laughs> Put a hole in that maker. <laughs> like, fuck. Just get a hand-sized karate chop spot in the wall. I'm like, oh, God, I got to fix that now. Uh, number five. Electronic Arts has announced that Dice LA is to be known as Ripple Effect Studios. The rebranding has been in the works for some time. When Respawn CEO Vince Zampella added the DICE LA studio head role to his duties in January of 2020, he was clear that the developer would likely get a makeover of some sort to indicate it was more than just the support studio. Uh, Not many details yet on what Ripple Effect Studios is working on post-Battlefield 2042, but in an interview with IGN, GM Christian Grass acknowledged the team has a lot of FPS veterans and that they want to, quote, tap into the strengths of the studio and kind of focus on that, end quote. Grass also hints that they want to, quote, work very closely with the community, end quote. Um, there's been some rumors going around that uh, there's something in the works called Battlefield Hub. Um, and a lot of people now are tying that to this Ripple Effect Studios. And I guess Battlefield Hub would essentially be like um kind of like a part of uh Battlefield 2042 like a mode in Battlefield 2042 okay that brings back old maps and like popular guns, popular vehicles and stuff like that from previous excuse me, from previous Battlefield games. Probably on a rotation my guess would be of something yeah, like, some, something like that. Go hang out in the hub and experience the way it used to be back in this time of this week or this year type of thing. I was going to make the crack that maybe they're working on the next bad company. 
But Less then I saw the Battlefield Hub rumors, and I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. It's also just not, not even, not even hurt ourselves more than we have to. Hmm. Number six, speaking of EA, EA has announced the departure of Frank Sagnier and Rashid Verachia. Yeah. From their respective roles as CEO and CFO of Codemasters. The news follows EA's acquisition of Codemasters and its subsidiary, Slightly Mad Studios, which was completed back in February. According to the company, Segnier and Verishia's departure has, quote, always been a part of the plan, end quote, but has been brought forward by the speed of Codemasters' integration into EA's studios. The pair will step down at the end of July. Both Codemasters and Slightly Mad will join the EA Sports umbrella, led by Cam Weber. I read this, and it's in I the was, game. my immediate thought was like, uh, it was nice knowing you, Codemasters. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got burned at the stake the moment the Yankees beat the Astros 4-0. Um, Whoa. Who was pitching? Do you know? Nah, I can't okay. find out. I was just curious. Um, yeah, the... The moment that that deal got signed, I was just kind of like, well. I will (laughs) set you on the stack on top of Bioware. Winning pitcher was Litke. So, Lintlicker. All pitched. Oh, poor Codemasters. It's, uh. Speaking of dead things. It wasn't slightly mad, also, the ones that were making that. Yes. Console. They were going to. That's yeah. what EA is really after. You think they want a console? That's... They saw what KFC did and went, we can do something dumber. Tinfoil hat theory, man. I'm just saying there's a chance, man. I'm just thinking of like the repercussions of like if EA tried to strike out on their own and go exclusive to their own console and just like how horrible that would go. Oh, Cortez started tonight. Nestor Cortez? The man himself, Nestor Cortez Jr. The king of funky deliveries. <laughs> uh, it's got a nice mustache. Um <laughs> No, he's got the mustache you expect him to have. Yeah, it's for Nestor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not bad, but he has no, the mustache you expect him to have. Yeah, he's clearly a Nestor Cortez, and it's Junior. Just, junior, and it's just, you know... You know Senior's got, the, like, the full-on... Yeah, he's solid. Yeah. Um, and he's just reassuring the C, you know? I was like, oh, there's Nestor Cortez Jr., and you look at him like, yeah, that's, that is Nestor Cortez yeah. Jr. I get a beer with him. Yeah, for sure. Or a cerveza. Cerveza. I do like Mexican beers. I haven't really had one. Is he Mexican? What, what is he? Probably not Mexican. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like that, some sort of Islander, I'm assuming. That kind of sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to lose our deal with Konami. Uh, Matt keeps talking like that. Could you fucking not? <laughs> Give uh, me a second and I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. Cuban. Cuban. Lots of Cubans. In a place I do not know in Cuba. I would really was, like to. He was born in Cuba. 
I would really like to go to Cuba. That's one of those places I'd like. I'd love to go. I just want to go look at all the old cars. Yeah, I just kind of want to see like I don't know. I just want to see the culture and everything, like the 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 atmosphere. I want to fly. I want to fly in the wall there. I'm mad curious. We're getting. I'm way off topic here, but <laughs> after going to Mexico and going to the Dominican Republic, I'm. I just makes me want to go to Cuba even more. See, especially the Dominican Republic because like. It's like all these like old buildings from that same era. You got the taste. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, ooh. You're like, ooh, appetizer. Yep. I need a full course. Yep. People are great, too. Uh, number I mean, seven. Some of, some of them. True. Same. True for everywhere. Everywhere's. Uh, this podcast. There's only two of us, so I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> you, you figure it out. <laughs> Speaking of things that are dying, uh, Ubisoft announced details on the future of Assassin's Creed and its new live service approach to the franchise. Assassin's Creed Infinity. Uh, The now-in-development Assassin's Creed Infinity will be a collaborative project between Ubisoft Montreal and Ubisoft Quebec. The publisher explained that shift, saying, quote, rather than continuing to pass the baton from game to game, we profoundly believe this is an opportunity for one of Ubisoft's most beloved franchises to evolve in a more integrated and collaborative manner that's less centered on studios and more focused on talent and leadership, no matter where they are in Ubisoft, unquote. So my... From what I could piece together from what was written and said in places is that this seems to be, they claim they're still going to do the single player story driven content, but it's essentially going to be nested inside of Ubisoft or Assassin's Creed Infinity. It's going to be almost like a container slash hub of sorts. Um, and also the statement seems a little misleading because what I, what I read, I don't know if it's true, is that essentially, I think they said Montreal, Ubisoft Montreal is going to take over the Assassin's Creed franchise and Quebec is going to essentially be like a support studio. Huh. But I don't know, like, you know, I can't remember who was reporting that, so I don't know if it was someone reputable or not. So I just need to see more of the plan because I'm, this is like obviously it's con- a little concerning. Like there, there's multiple, there's like three things that come to mind. I'll see if we land in the same spot here. It's concerning, number one, because you're I you wonder the future. Yes. Number two. I'm going to save the third one that we definitely don't agree on for the end. Uh, number two, this needs to not go the way of like Fortnite. Where it's like you're talking about the seasonal storylines type thing? No. They're just... Just like, don't do a terrible cash grab. Like if you... Doing it in a single player way, you can't bank on the success of a something like a Fortnite, which is entirely a multiplayer the single player has to be done correctly. Don't go make like, oh, but people like the multiplayer in Brotherhood. Fine. You can do that, but you cannot make the game that. Do not try to make me an Assassin's Creed MMO. Yeah. Number three. 
Yeah, yeah. Number three. It could work. Yes. Okay, we don't disagree on any of those. So, bold move, God. I I saw this, and I immediately was like, first off, great idea. Second off, I don't trust you, Ubisoft. If they pull it off and do it in like a consumer-friendly way, it could be really, really dope. My concern is that they're not going to do that, and we're going to end up with just crap. But I also thought it was funny because one of our complaints of the Assassin's Creed games, and a complaint that they acknowledged and they said they were trying to get better at, was the length of the games and the length of the content in the games. And I would say Valhalla probably was heading in a better direction than the the other more recent the other recent ones. Um, but this type of thing doesn't necessarily like it could be better. It could be better for the for it because you'll get more you'll get better quality condensed stories, or it could be worse and you just get more collectathon garbage. Yes. So here's what I think needs to happen. All right, here we go. Kind of. Kind of. You need to have a year of content. You need to have basically like the year, of, like almost like a Chinese New Year situation like we saw Overwatch have and whatever, where they'd be like, it's the year of the pig, which means all this stuff is going to happen. Or, you know, the year of whatever. Hearthstone, I think, does something similar where they're like, it's the year of the whatever. Assassin's Creed needs to have the, it's the year of Japan. Mm-hmm. then have four mini stories that you have fully fleshed out and have them timed roughly so that every three months they're dropping mm-hmm. or whatever the number actually ends up being every three months give somebody give them four stories throughout the year for that year the the year thing is free the sub stories are the cost have the cost be $15 for each sub story, 60 bucks a year. That sub story is a fully fleshed out story of a specific like area in the whatever year of you made it. So you're going to say it's going to be Viking age. Then it's a sub story set specifically in there. And then you go tell another sub story that's set specifically in there. And then maybe you tell a third sub story that's set in there. And then your final sub story is pulling all of them together in some way. And then you have the overarching collect-a-thon things that are the entirely free. Like, hey, you want to go waste time, run around. Uh, you can get a bunch of cool-looking armor. You can go do the the world tours that they have for that they've put in like the last three now. Mm-hmm. Where you can just kind of go walk around and look at all the historical things that they've done. The discovery tours. Yeah, discovery needs to be in the free stuff. The collect-a-thons need to be in the free. Some side stories need to be in the free but not like the majority like paying should unlock more side stories and then have a fully fleshed out main so i'm i'm with you on like the general like you know release and breakdown i think they should like um what i'm assuming they're gonna do is it's just gonna be a part of their subscription service which would make sense because then it would actually add some value to having the subscription service um, and I think that would be 
I mean, it makes sense for them to grow their subscription service that way because they don't well, really have anything that's I, value. I guess here's what I would say. So, yes, I agree, but they would say, hey, if you're paying for our subscription service, then you just get these, you get the enhanced version included. You know, you get that individual story when it comes out, mm-hmm. problem solved, yada, yada. Or if you don't want to, you can just buy. So maybe the because are they fifteen as well? The DLCs? No, no, no. Their their subscription service. Yeah, it's fifteen. Okay, so then they would say that hey, if you're on our subscription service, you get the stories, the quarterly stories for free. If you're not on our subscription service, they're twenty dollars. You give a five dollar discount for hitting your subscription service, and that pushes people into your ecosystem and yada yada. But you still need to give somebody the option to not buy the subscription service, but you just make it charge more. Okay. So twenty dollars if you're not on the subscription, and then just included if you are. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I guess. I mean, I'm sure it's a long ways off. So I know it. There was some. Little bit, I don't want to say controversy, but it's a little bit of a hubbub with it because um, I think Jason Schreier kind of rushed them to get this out because he had a he wrote a piece about it on Bloomberg, so it kind of forced Ubisoft's hand. Ah, so they did like a somewhat. I know people are saying they that it was a rush blog post about it, and Jason part of like Schreier we need to like, answer something just because before. Yeah. Jason Shire was like, oh, it wasn't rushed. They knew I was doing the the story, and they've known for a week. And it's like, I don't know if a week's enough time for them to, like, change their plans on. Yeah, or to, like, correctly write a PR message about how they're planning to handle the the giant birth of a franchise less than a month after an E3 where they said, hey, we're still supporting, supporting Valhalla for another year. Yeah. Which. But, I mean, that's Shire. Yep. Number eight, Amazon's game engine Lumberyard is soon to be made available as an open source project. The move is part of the creation of the Open 3D Foundation, an innovative or initiative led by the Linux Foundation that aims to support open source projects that advance capabilities related to 3D graphics, rendering, authoring, and development. An updated version of Lumberyard will be made available under the op- the name Open3D Engine, or O3DE, under the Apache 2 license, with a developer preview already available. The full release is planned for late 2021. Founding members of the Open3D Foundation include uh, Excelbyte, Apocalypse Studios, Amazon Web Services, Carbonated, uh, Huawei, Intel, the International Game Developers Association, Kythera AI, Niantic, and Wargaming, among others. The newly created foundation will be hosting its inaugural O3DE Con in October. Interesting. Not horribly surprised that Lumberyard is going open source, but it's still an interesting move. Yeah. Probably a good move for them. To get some, it's it's just Amazon like slowly further backing out of game dev. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's kind of interesting because they make it open source, and then like people, other people can fix all the problems, all the issues they yeah. can't fix. 
Um, number nine, Minecraft has become an adults-only title in South Korea, as reported by the Korea Herald. Um, Mojang Studios' popular sandbox game is recommended for ages 12 and up by South Korea's Game Rating and Administration Committee, Administration Committee. Uh, but the paper reports Microsoft recently informed South Korean users that they would uh, need Xbox Live accounts which are restricted to those 19 and older to continue playing. The move appears to stem from the 2011 Cinderella Law, (laughs) this is like China, which prohibited children from playing games between midnight and 6 a.m. Listen, they got two hours on either side now. That's true, because they didn't want to go full China. Uh, (laughs) Look, we're not as bad. You don't ever go full China. No Uh, one goes full China. Uh, rather than add that kind of screening functionality to Xbox Live, Microsoft changed its policy in 2012 to mandate users to be at least 19 years old. Minecraft has, until recently, allowed users to sign in with their Mojang accounts, sidestepping the need for verification. So, yeah, they finally decided to, like, enact that. Yeah. There's Weird, a petition man. going around and blah, 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 blah. Weird, weird. I don't, I don't. What? I don't understand the need for government entities to be like, oh, kids can't play games at these hours. Shouldn't that be a parental thing? Shouldn't the parents be saying that? Like, yes, doing but that? the parents are the ones arguing for the government to do it because they're terrible parents and shit. Never mind. I'm gonna get too far into that. I just ninety five percent of the problems caused for kids are part of bad parenting, but they always want to blame and anything else: soda, caffeine, drugs, whatever. I'm gonna parenting. like I'm full on with this rant, but I'm just also gonna be mindful and say I know that I'm gonna be a super hypocrite. I'm sure because I'm having a fucking. Offspring. There's just going to be that moment where if you ever be like, "Oh, you can get them to stop playing games," I'm going to go shut the fuck up and do something then. Be a better parent. Yeah. Be like, or oh, just fuck. enact your own rules maybe on your computers. It's just mind Actually to say, me. hey, Timmy, you're going to bed. Timmy Tenders. Um, <laughs> don't even get Timmy Tenders. <laughs> For the love I just, of God. I just don't understand. Like, I just don't understand. Like, every kid has done the thing where they, like, try to, like, sneak staying up or sneak playing games yeah. and stuff. And then inevitably you get found out and you get beat to within an inch of your life. It's life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> China's just trying to stop the beatings. That's the lesson we're learning. Yeah, China. Really trying to stop those beatings. China's like, they don't want it, it. They don't new... want you taking beatings away from them. <laughs> China's like, make it 1 p.m. to 12 a.m. I want the chance to beat those kids. Yeah. No one's being my children but me. But me. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, Nintendo has revealed a new Switch console. The Switch OLED model. The OLED model has a couple new features, including a 7-inch OLED screen and an Ethernet port to improve online connectivity. It'll also feature enhanced audio, a wider adjustable stand, and a 64 gigs... A 64 gigs when I am an idiot. And 64 gigs of internal storage. The Switch OLED model is slated for release on October 8th the same launch day as Metroid Dread, and will be priced at $349.99. That is the name, by the way. The Switch 
OLED model? Disappointment. So I don't know where I fall because I've seen some analysts and some other people say like, this is clearly a stopgap measure uh, because they do still have the so-called pro model in the works, but they're because of the chip shortage and blah, blah, blah. They're like, we can do one, but not the other yet. Yeah. We'll put this out and, and hold off on that for another year. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the case. I don't know. If that's the case, I get it. Uh, listen, if that's not the case, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Okay. Cause I get it. And we're at the point now where like, they're probably thinking, Hey, since we have to wait a year, maybe we just scrap the pro idea and we just get right into switch Two. as, as a certain tweet I saw put it and I don't remember who it was by. Maybe it was Jeff Grubb. So paraphrase here, but it's not like Microsoft will put out the Xbox series S or sorry, Xbox one S right before they put out the Xbox One X. It's not like PlayStation would release a PlayStation 4 Slim and then the PlayStation 4 Pro. It's not like, oh, wait, they did those things. Shots fired. So people feel like it's not like this hasn't been done before. Shots fired. And it's not like Nintendo didn't release... How many DSU PCs? So the most... This is weird because the mo the part for me that is the most disgusted by this really is the fact that they're keeping the regular switch at two ninety nine and they're they're making this three fifty. And the caveat there for me is like that's not that's outside of the context of the times of chip shortages, screen shortages, all that nonsense. So, like, maybe this is legitimate pricing. Maybe, like, parts have gotten, like, parts availability has caused them, their manufacturing to be more expensive. And, like, that's just genuine pricing. But it's Nintendo, so it's hard for me to actually believe that. I think we both agree that the pricing should have been 250 on the original Switch Switching. and 300 on the new one. Yes. Or just 300 and phase out the old Switch. Which or I'm that. assuming that might be what they plan on doing, but like, yeah, one or one or the other. Yeah, honestly, I think I think dropping it fifty would have been the right move because then you would have fifty increments. You'd have a two hundred switch light, the two fifty regular model, and then the three hundred this one, and then you drop three fifty to four hundred pro pro one. Yeah, yeah, keep them all on clearly separate things, and then you can have people clearly understand what they're getting. Yep. Uh, the dock will also be sold separately, I believe. So, which I don't know if it works with the regular switch, though. We'll see. Uh, if it doesn't, that sucks. If it did, that's cool. So it won't. Yep. Because uh, the Ethernet Confirm- connectivity, I can see it worth it for some people. Yeah, you can buy a dongle. Ah, uh, the old dongle for the original game. one. I know a bunch of people bought dongles because the Wi-Fi was so terrible in it. I haven't bought a dongle, but holy shit, can I attest to the Wi-Fi being terrible? multiple Mario it, Kart races and just is it, internet connection interrupted and dropped. What Wi-Fi is it used? What Wi-Fi protocols? It just end. I think something. it uses both, but it it's still just constantly full Wi-Fi connection. I, I could have that thing sitting next to the router and it would still drop. Shit antenna? Shit Nintendo. Whoa. Yeah. 
Whoa. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yep. Okay. Uh, number 11, Atari is shaking up its business. This is the only good news all week. Right I like that, by the way, the sentence you're about to finish saying is business strategy once again. Hmm. Atari's been shaking it up since the 90s because they haven't been relevant since then. True. They did just recently do some weird shuffling. Um, Atari is shaking up its business strategy once again. Uh, the company announced that its board of directors has signed off on a new approach centered around making premium games for PCs and consoles with reduced emphasis on mobile and free-to-play games. The company said, quote, the competitive and marketing environment is weighing on the free-to-play business model, end quote. But it will continue to operate successful free-to-play titles with a continuing user base. However, free-to-play games like Roller Coaster Tycoon Stories, Crystal Castles, Castles and Catapults, <laughs> I can't keep going more dramatic as I read. Uh, Ninja Golf and Atari Combat Tank Fury will either I really be. really sh- wanted to hear the dramatic <laughs> Tank Fury. Yeah, I know, right? Will either be shut down or sold off. Additionally, Atari is exiting its Atari casino business in Africa and slowing its efforts to get into TV show production. Casino business in Africa? It's random, right? Is, is that. <laughs> that's almost like. Yep. All right. So, yeah, we're going to have to do this, and uh, we're just going to shut down the casino business in Africa. And then, so, uh, Jim, you had the presentation, and somebody was like, did you mention a casino business in Africa? And they're like, who, who runs that? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You definitely said casino thing in Africa. No. No. You, what, what did you say again? You said, oh, they're shutting down. What was uh, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Tank Fury, uh-huh, yep. And what was right after Tank Fury? Uh, they were going to get into TV show production. No, 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 no. What was it between those two things? <laughs> Tari Casino Business in Africa. If that doesn't sound like the most black market thing you could think of. Uh, it does. It does. Money laundering. Gun running. Tari Casino. Tari's out here playing GTA 6 for real. All right. Questionable things we didn't run write full paragraphs on. Here we go. Number one, going by a recent tweet from PlayStation Studios head Herman Hulst, we can expect to see more director's cuts of games referencing Ghosts of Tsushima. He said, quote, one of my favorite open worlds to explore, now with even more to see and do on a whole new island. Our director's cut releases will offer will all offer new content and on PS5 will leverage the hardware's advanced features. Okay, so how about this, jackasses? Remaster is now just getting renamed Director's Cut and more money slapped on it. You can also just release the Director's Cuts when the game first launches and then remaster them. But no, you want to triple dip on money and hope no one notices. Fuck you. Bingo think i wouldn't find out your corporate schemes i was born in corporate schemes (laughs) i've watched them since i was a child on how to swindle people out of money we got ghosts this was one of your famous predictions here we got ghost of shishima director's cut we got wait what was my famous prediction what have i spoken into to be one of oh i've said i've spoken things into existence on accident uh ghost of shishima director's cut we have death strandings director's cut yep there's no other ones that we know of right now right Right. What's the next one going to be? Last of Us 2. 
<laughs> I mean, that was what I was going to say, but um, Last of Us 2. I mean, Demon Souls would be too soon, right? Too soon, and that's a remake, so they can't directors cut the remake. Oh, same reason. Oh, same, hold the same, up a second. They could very much go Demon Souls director's cut. No, no, no. Well, here's here's your correct answer. Your closest one, Uncharted Four. Yeah, that's it's Uncharted Four and God of War are your two your two God actual, of War are your two actual front runners. God of War would be a good one, especially with the sequel coming out in like a year, like a couple yeah, years. But that's why they can't do Horizon Zero Dawn because the sequel's too close. So they won't drop that because yeah. they won't have time. Yeah. God of War makes sense to do during a, a presentation for Ragnarok and then go, hey, the director's cut is going to be available. So that way, you can, if you haven't played the story yet on PS5, you can get a taste of what you're about to experience. Yeah, I'm going God of War. And then the Uncharted 4 one makes sense just because they don't have five. They wouldn't do it with the... Um, the spinoff that I can't remember, Lost Legacy, they wouldn't do it with that. They would do it with four. Uh, I I think God of War makes sense and feels right. Uncharted, there will be an Uncharted one, but it'll be it'll be closer to a new either Uncharted. Right, but we're not getting a new Uncharted. That's the thing. So yeah. that or a full like, I can see them doing a director's cut collection. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh but get the games, God of War, I think, is probably the easiest like, one to point at and say, you're probably next. Okay. That feels good. Number two, Roblox and Sony Music Entertainment have signed a deal to feature more Sony artists on the gaming platform. As reported by Variety. Roblox, man. Whoopee. Number three, Resident Evil Village has sold 4.5 million copies globally. Good job. Doing numbers. Pokemon Go surpassed $5 billion in lifetime revenue just as it's celebrating its five-year anniversary. So that's, uh, for you math nerds, a billion dollars a year. Insane. That's what that is. In the membrane. Crazy insane. Got no brain. Riot Games has launched an album of copyright-free lo-fi music designed for online creators. I am going to go check that out. I'm going to start streaming. All right. Oh, okay. Not really. I mean, you can you can do that. Do it up. I don't. I don't need to encroach. <laughs> I mean, you were streaming first. That's true. I remember. I, tr- I am an OG. Pepperidge Farms remembers. You remember? I was thinking more of like we search through and steal music for our podcast. Oh, I, I was thinking all of these things. Okay. And then I needed something else because I have two things currently that are in my raid rage list. Okay. When I just tune out everybody else and I start playing music. Mm -hmm. I have two things. One of them is the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Knew that. And the other one is a hard style EDM mix. Oh. Is that like a Spotify playlist you made? Uh, No, they're both YouTube links. Oh, okay. Because I have the Doom one set to start on a very specific song. The only thing they fear is you. And then hard style is just like an hour long YouTube cut of mashup thrown together. Uh, but I'm down for every now and then, you know, some lo-fi is good. I'm just gonna, lo-fi is good if I just want to kind of relax and just, you know, chill and just jam. Pet my cat, throw some uh, headphones on and have a rainy day outside. Lo-fi. Uh, number six, hackers have been leaving messages in Apex Legends saying, save Titanfall. Losers. Number seven. 
WitcherCon happened. Number eight. Uh, <laughs> season two of The Witcher will be on Netflix in December 17th. <sighs> or wait, what is his normal line from that? Fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's up there. Is it that or is it a grunt? It's both, I think. Yeah, it's just... It's just where he's just like... <sighs> there was another teaser trailer. Also, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Remaster will have updated cover art and free DLC is inspired by the Netflix series. All right, that's cool. There's a whole bunch of other Witcher stuff. But... Now some deals, Matt. Okay, Click deals. that link. I'm going to tell you the other ones, but you click the link. That never works for me because I'm not logged in. Click it anywhere. I'm clicking it. PlayStation Plus. If you have a PlayStation Plus, you get these games on PS4 free. Cod Blops 4. And WWE 2K Battlegrounds. On PS5, you're going to get Playtale Innocence. Xbox Games with Gold is Planet Alpha, available from July 1st to the 31st. Rock of Ages 3 Make and Break, available from July 16th to the 15th. Conquer Live and Reloaded, available July 1st to the 15th. And Midway Arcade Origins, available July 16th to the 31st. Good luck figuring that out. Um, am I supposed to be seeing more than two games? Uh, probably, but we're going to go with two for right now. Here, I'll log in real quick. Just I mean, to, the, they're, I'm going to, I'm going to log in because I can't log in on my tablet. I'm going to log in on my PC just real quick okay. while you discuss what those two games are. And I'll tell you if there's anything worth mentioning otherwise. Um, the two games that they are t- preview previewing to you, if you are not logged into their website is Yakuza three remastered. And The Surge 2. And Dirt 5. Oh, damn, son. And I get to finally move this mic over here and talk like this. Uh, Hammerting, Nimbatus, Paradise Killer. Kill it with fire. That's that game where you just murder things with a flamethrower because you don't like bugs. B Simulator. So you get to pollinate some flowers. <laughs> and some other things. There's four other ones, but I'm not worried about those ones. I gave you the highlights. Oh, wow. Don't don't give me the hand when Dirt 5 is available. You don't want to. Dirt 5 is available for $12 and you have a steering wheel. You don't want to talk about Nimbatus, the space drone construction? I mentioned it. Constructor. Oh, you did. What are you? What are you? Where are you now? Now you went and got the list. I googled it and it came up. You piece of shit. Well, it's not my fault. You can't put good hyperlinks on here, okay? That hyperlink is perfect. If you're gonna log in, give me a login screen. I'm like, what? Is, what am I? Can't Someone who has accounts. Ah, <laughs> uh, life so difficult. So yeah. Dying. So that's been uh, that's been seven days. What have you been up to? Uh, let's see here. Um, so last week, uh, tree fell on Samantha's car. Right. That's true. That did happen. I don't know if I update. I don't know if I gave the update if we if I knew it at the time. But the yeah. update is the car is totaled. Uh, I put it this way. I knew, but I don't know if it was on here. Yeah, cars totaled eighteen thousand dollars worth of damage. Fun times. Car shopping. If anyone's got any suggestions. Um, 
I won't listen to them, but yeah, I might, I might consider them. Um, I finished Mass Effect two. Uh, Mass Effect one's a better game, straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, hot takes ten years later. <clears throat> yep, I've started Mass Effect three. So we'll see. Um, what else have I been up to? Um. Life. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. Just, just life. Yeah. Just. Just. Uh, what have I been? I've been watching the farm. Jeremy Clarkson's show. Learning Scottish. Um, yeah. <laughs> I watched the new Gundam movie that came out on Netflix. It was really interesting. Really good. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. And um, it's good. I mean, it's a life lesson that a lot of people can take away, which is basically, you know, don't make Gundams. Not necessarily don't make Gundams. It's keep your eye on the ball, you know. Don't get distracted by those crazy women, all right? Because they, you know, you, they get your friends arrested, and then you got to fucking fight people. It's just a whole thing. I'm um, hanging out with the wrong women. Yeah, Oof, crazies. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Probably gonna stain some floors this weekend. Ooh, fancy. Uh, baby shower. Not looking forward to that, even though I'm not really involved. And that's it. What have you been up to? What do you got? Whole lot of not much. You know, just uh, football manager. As per tradition. Yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft. The mm-hmm. new raid. Pain. Yep. Pain. Just slamming your head against the wall. Just pain. Yeah. Existential pain. My well, it is my prison. I have put, but I put myself in the cell. Let's be honest. And I th- somehow lost my own key. That's it's the worst. Tragic, really. yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's like being married to a psycho. Don't know anything about that. Good answer. He, there's no gun to his head. <laughs> um, I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. Uh, yeah, so it's been that, and then, yeah, Football Manager going into Season 3. Whoa. So we're making progress. Yeah. Yeah. You should, you guys should, you should stream your rating at some time. I should stream my rating? You wouldn't even hear me, because it would just be... I don't know the logistics of, like, doing that, and, like, how that would work with, like, everyone chit-chatting and stuff, but... I can just make it so you can't hear them. Yeah, but I don't know if that necessarily... I feel like you might need to hear them for to get the full experience. You know what I mean? Oh, just hear the, just for the pain? Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, you know, I mean, I'll be, do it for you. It might be interesting, but... I'll hook up a live... I'll hook, I up, mean, a, I'll hook I, up a private stream so it's not public so like, other people can't find it. I'll send you the link so you can just see what's going I on. I mean, I do I do genuinely would like to watch it, but like, at the same time, I'm sure like timing probably wouldn't line up right. But Wednesdays, I, Thursdays, 7 to 10. Maybe. Wednesday series. Maybe. Maybe Wednesdays. So I could probably do it. You just tell me when you want to see it and I'll hook you up. Okay. I think it'd be interesting. I won't even I won't for for my own sanity, I won't put my webcam on. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you're just gonna see a depressed and angry Nate just staring up at the webcam as he just continues <laughs> to play the game of just like uh, one tear coming down your cheek. <laughs> or blood coming out of my ears. One of the two. You also got your baseball sorting cards going on here. Yeah, working on sorting the cards. 
going back through stuff that when I first bought, I wasn't paying attention to. And so happens to the best of us, you know, just double checking some stuff. I had to get some more uh, sleeves and stuff because I had ran out. So those, though, this whole also, other than the fact that my back had started hurting, mm-hmm. um, that was part of the reason I stopped because I needed to sleeve some stuff and I ran out. So now the order, the order came in today. So I have more that I can keep going. I've been also having back issues, but it's from when I sanded my floors. Okay. Yeah. Like it was like my back got irritated and then like it's just been getting Mine is usually from worse. from being hunched over for slightly too long and sitting at the couch, like the way that I'm sorting these, which is not the smart way to sort them. It's the thing that makes me wish I had a high top workbench mm-hmm. that for reference is taller than my island in my kitchen. I almost want it a few inches higher than that even. So it's almost at like chest height that I'm working. Yeah. Um, but having it in the current situation is I'm basically doing it on a coffee table while sitting on a couch. And that's got a hunch to it as I'm like leaned over to look at stuff. And after so long, my lower back just ends up hurting. You should sit on the floor and put your legs through the coffee table. Maybe that might work. I'll try that. But then my ass is going to end up giving out at some point. Um, Haven't heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> He ain't trying hard enough. <laughs> um, and then it's it's happened before if I've say like I've you know maybe I let the dishes pile up and I'm sitting even at that sink and I'm kind of slightly over. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain point where I go to like all right take the dish and now put it over and I just turn and I immediately feel my lower back being like you've been at just just hunched hunched like just enough where this is a problem. Yep. But if I work out like actually bent over doing like rows or even deadlifts or anything mm-hmm. which deadlifts you're not really bent you're more of straight and squatting but yeah any of that stuff my back is usually fine after any of mm-hmm. that but after just being in a fixed position for slightly too long it's like ah i don't know if it's still true because i, I don't just get old i don't know? work out anymore or run or anything like that but it used to be that if i was having like back issues working out or running like doing that actually helped me yeah um, I don't know if that would still be the case because probably, uh, probably not. You probably break something more. Probably, probably. I wouldn't be like, oh, you know what? I'm injured. I'm going to go do more things. Yeah, balance it out. Fit, you know, fight through the pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could do the old solution. If my back hurts, I break my foot. Could do that. Distract myself for a while with a broken foot. I uh, I sleep on the floor sometimes, and that helps me. It's weird. I don't I, know if that's I've, weird or not, I've but... slept on the floor sometimes, but I usually can't. For I'll sleep on the couch sometimes, but I can sleep. I can I can sleep anywhere, and I have slept everywhere. Uh, but at this point, like sleeping on the floor, usually it's just because I, if I fall asleep on the floor, I was overtired. Yeah. Or My... like last week when I fell asleep just on the couch watching YouTube before the podcast. Yeah. Just exhausted. Yep. Saw that happen. Witnessed it firsthand. Yeah, Matt woke me up. <laughs> I heard it, actually. That's how I knew. I could tell your, cha- your breathing change. Yeah. I was like, he's falling asleep. And Dude, then, like, was I was just like, my ah. bre- Was it just my breathing change, or did I start snoring? No, you... I could tell when you... you I was like, he's falling... You weren't asleep yet, but, like, I could tell by the way you're breathing. that It's like, he's falling asleep. And I was like, what's going to what happen? <laughs> and then, like, you know... Then you started to snore a little bit, and then the video ended, so I made love clap. But anyways, I think for me, the back, my back issues are usually like, and why like sleeping on the floor helps me is I think sometimes it's like my my pelvis like 
is like you tilted like, a little bit. Yeah, twisting a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so. So you sleep on a board to flatten yourself back out. Essentially, that's what that's what I feel like I'm doing, and it seems to work. And it could just totally be a mental thing. Yeah, yeah. But then but, you're like going to the doctor, and you're like, yeah. And then I sleep like on top of a board because it, it flattens me back out and it realigns everything. And they're like, you're a fucking idiot. That's yeah, that's like, they're like <laughs> that's uh, not how that works. You're like, but I feel so much better in the morning afterwards. They're like, your spine is screwed up. <laughs> you're fucked. Uh, I don't know. Uh. I don't know. Do we have anything else fun to talk about? Uh, No. I think that's about it for me. Yeah, I don't got anything. All right, cool. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.